Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. People don't belong to us. They belong to him. Take a listen to this series of conversations where I provoke you to assess whether or not you are a true leader of people or are you a misleader. I hope that it encourages you to go deeper with him and to connect more with me. Love you all. All real authority submits to authority. You know, I got to thinking about this, and in the the new book that I'm trying to write, and that's being generous, okay, <laughs> right, is that the fourth uh, truth in the book on what it takes to really be prepared for the hour in which we live is the fourth key, if you will, um, is on submission, but it's not about submission of wives to husbands, husbands to wives. And, and um, humanly speaking, first and foremost, it is the submission, the very nature of Jesus being developed inside of you in submission. Because um, there's only one true authority and every authority has to have an authority to submit to. And so this is true. I mean, this is, it's not ultimately about how we all submit to one another and who's in charge of each other, because as far as I'm concerned, that's a part of the curse. There's a pecking order and everybody's, you know, we got to know where we stand. And if, if we could just function as who we are with the true understanding of authority and submission, it would be so, so very fantastic. Uh, but it is true that we hear the majority of the time about wives submit to your husbands, children obey your parents, slaves obey your masters. But if you read those statements in their context, uh, it always says that those authorities must remember they have an authority. So it says don't exasperate your children. Sure, your children need to submit to you. It'll bring blessing to their life and to guard them and protect them until they become more their own authority, right? But it also says, but fathers, parents, don't exasperate your children. And remember, right, you have a father, right? And when it says slaves, you know, submit to your masters, but masters, you need to remember you have a master, right? Wives, submit to your husbands. Husbands, submit to your wives. Mutual submission one to another. And remember, Right, husbands, you're like Christ who loved uh, the church, right? So any authority that starts flipping around Scripture and pulling out Scripture to prove I ought to be able to rule you with an iron fist, of course, has no idea of what real authority is. So reading again from Bonhoeffer chapter 9, it says, Only when a man sees that office of being a leader... Um, is a penultimate authority in the face of an ultimate, indescribable authority in the face of the authority of God has the real situation been reached. And before this authority, the individual knows himself to be completely alone. The individual is responsible before God. And this solitude of man's position before God, this subjection to an ultimate authority, is destroyed when the authority of the leader or of the office is seen as ultimate authority. 
Alone before God, man becomes what he is, free and committed in responsibility at the same time. So, so now I'm hoping that you caught that and that if you didn't, you will listen again, right? That you will listen and listen, that you'll read, right? That you will get beyond just maybe the most modern current leadership principles and do this and people will follow you and you will be such a fantastic leader, all of that. My friends, this kind of leadership, it's a way of life and it comes from the, the leader, Jesus the one who allowed himself to be born as a human and to be led by Holy Spirit. That one. Right? This is so very necessary within our development is that we must understand that authority is for the benefit of what God is desiring and what it is that others will be able to enter into. It's not so much about you, yourself. And if you find yourself in a place of being disillusioned because you thought being a leader was going to look like this or that, you are among the privileged to have had God himself disillusion you about that so that he could bring you to himself, that maybe the eyes you were looking through, the lens, the filter that you were looking through. I did this the other day on my Mind of Christ intensive several days ago. You know, and I I literally bought an air conditioning filter and I held it up and I said, what filter are you seeing everything through? Right? Because if you look at authority in a particular way, then that's the kind of authority that you think you're supposed to be. Well, what if that era, that fashion of leadership is done and God has moved on and what leadership will look like in in this new time, in the new wine, in the new wineskin and these things, right? And you've got this old filter, and you keep trying to function in that way when it's like, wait a minute. Number one, the leader you were looking at wasn't you, right? They may have been an example to you of what to do or not to do, but they weren't you. So the you that God is fashioning, the one that will be a true leader, right? You understand he's making you. But not only that, but that if you're in a new era and a new time when God has shifted and the old way of leading is not going to work if Saul is dead and David is alive, right? And there has been a massive holy shift, then my friends, you're going to have to put your box top down that you've been looking at, right? The puzzle uh, box lid that shows you what the thousand pieces of your life, what you thought it was going to look like. It's like... That's not what God's working towards. God's working towards the you that he made. Because we need a certain breed of leader in this time. But it's still going to be by the life of Jesus. It's still going to be where they're saturated in the truth and entering in for themselves. My, my, my friends, we must be those who understand that we yield to God. He is our authority. And we lead others to stand before him and to take responsibility for their life, to guard their heart, to stand in the place of real authority within their own selves as they yield to him. So there you have it. Some more thoughts here in the flow of life, right? And we want to be those that don't just give lip service to God, but that we're letting him make us 
the real deal because just like Bonhoeffer and many of the people in that day and era, they didn't understand all that was about to come. They kind of had a sense that something was up. But then they began to see and to realize it may be for such a time as this that we literally are here and they allowed God to get them ready for the leader that was needed, for the voice that was needed, simply as they followed God themselves. Hmm? So in our time of crisis, let's don't just grab for any kind of leader. Don't grab for someone who you think is going to be your hero and do everything for you. Hmm? That's not what we need in a time of crisis. God's not going to allow us to have a king He's not going to allow us at this point to have someone that we worship apart from him. God is looking to raise all of us to move on behalf of him, his kingdom, our nation, other nations, as we follow in his train, right? In the way that he lives. So I'll end there today. I pray these thoughts are provoking your thoughts. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.